experts of Common Sense Investing have been helping their clients and listeners make sense of the markets for nearly three decades. Using a conservative, diversified, value-oriented approach to investing, they strive to make you a better educated, well-informed investor. And now here's your host, Eric Whiteman. Well, thank you and welcome to this edition of Common Sense Investing. I'm your host, Eric Whiteman, here at the XML Financial Group. You can find us at xmlfg.com. Glad you could tune in today. If you noticed, I shift the podcast cycle here. I skipped last week. That way, the next show we come back on is January 5th, and that's when I'm going to start my annual outlook. This year, I'm going to be doing the show in two parts. January 5th, I'll be tackling the big picture, the macro, as they say. I'll take a few minutes going over my last year's predictions, what I got right, what I got wrong, and then we'll move into the current state of the economy, the monetary fiscal outlook, and how I think all those things affect the markets in the coming year. If you've listened to me over the past 20 years, either on the radio or podcast, you know that I'm a conservative value investor not to dive headfirst down into the rabbit hole. But what that simply means is that I spend most of my time looking for great businesses, and then I try and buy them for less than what I think they're worth. That's just a good common sense way of investing, isn't it? At least it is in my opinion. So fundamentals come first. Then obviously, we have to look at the big picture. But understand this. What I'm not trying to do is time the market. The fundamentals will do on January 19th. That's when I'll talk about my favorite stocks for the coming year, why I like them. We'll drill down into them. So you don't want to miss either show. If you haven't already, then you might want to think about subscribing to the show so that it'll pop up when the new episodes come out. Just an idea. Over the last month or so, I've been sitting around and I've been reading a bunch of annual outlooks put out by various outlets and got to be honest, most of them are pretty vanilla. And by vanilla, I mean pretty much down the center lane. To give you an idea, pulling the forecast of 15 Wall Street strategists, the average call is for the S&P 500 to rise 6.2% next year. And that sounds pretty straight down the middle to me, right? Over the last 90 years, the market has averaged around 8%. So they're calling for 6.2% next year. That's pretty close to 8%, right? They're calling for about an average year. Well, the only problem with that is, is the market is rarely average. According to Janice Henderson, the S&P 500 has gained between 5 and 10% only six times in the last 94 years. Let me say that again. The S&P has gained between 5 and 10% only six times in the last 94 years, or about 6% of the time. That means 94% of the time, the market is at more extremes, up about two-thirds of the time and down about a third of the time. When it goes up, it averages around 18%. And when it goes down, it's down around 14%. It's boom or bust. When things are going good, they're going really good. And when it's not, well, it's really not so good. I'll tell you, my call for next year is anything but straight down the middle. 
it's more like a five-year-old's first time at a bowling alley, if you know what I mean. So that's the first Wednesday in January for the big picture. Two weeks later, the really good stuff, my stock picks for the year. Let me do a quick take on the market. I'll keep it short because I know a lot of you have some last-minute shopping to do, or I guess what I really should say is I have some last-minute shopping to do, so I'll keep it short. The market has been acting like Christmas morning. You wake up, you never know what's going to be waiting for you. Monday, you got a lump of coal, and Tuesday, you got the pony you always wanted. My guess, and that's just what it is, a guess, is that you get more of the same. Volume is light. And, well, because it's the holidays, and prices are going to follow the headlines. And because volume is light, the price moves tend to be more exaggerated. I wouldn't be looking at my portfolio wondering what moves I need to make just because the market is down 500 points or up 600 points. That's just kind of being reactionary. I'd be looking at the fundamentals, searching for those good companies that are trading at reasonable prices. If I'm right on my outlook, then I think the fundamentals are going to play a bigger part of the story over the next year than they have over the last couple of years. And that's because almost two years ago, the Fed, as well as other central banks, they flooded the market with liquidity in this attempt to help the global economy battle the pandemic. The pandemic. One of the unintended consequences of said liquidity was a rally in the most speculative parts of the U.S. equity market, such as the small cap growth technology stocks. You know, some of those are like lottery tickets and they really do attract a disproportionate share of retail uh, flows. Today, the situation couldn't be more different with more central banks tightening policy. The Fed's discussing an accelerated tapering program and the market is pricing in three rate hikes for 2022. Consequently, investors have been shedding their exposure to these speculative uh speculative type assets, things like Bitcoin, that well-known fund that invests in disruptive innovators and the small cap growth tech stocks, all of which are in an outright bear market right now. Given that we're still in the early innings of a tightening cycle, things could get worse before they get better with these names. What I'd be spending my time on now, between now and the end of the year, or the beginning of the new year, I'd be thinking about my future. I'd be reviewing and revising my financial plan. And if you don't have one, then I think you think about putting one together because I think the key to successful investing is having a plan. Talked about this many times before. Some people would say that successful investing is about making the most money you possibly can or outperforming some arbitrary index. That all sounds good, but I don't think it's quite right. If you want to make the most money you possibly can, then just go to Vegas. Put it all on red at the roulette table. Of course, the problem with that is is that you could very well lose it all. And now performing an index, that doesn't really mean much to me anyway. When you think about it, during the great financial crisis, The market was down more than 65% at one point. If you outperformed and you were only down 64%, was that helpful? Probably not. 
the way I like to think about it is, is what's it going to take to get me from where I am now to where I ultimately want to be in the future? What gets me from here to there, from point A to point B? If you agree with that thinking, then you need to have an idea of what kind of returns you need to achieve. And then you can build a portfolio around that. If you don't need to take, take, uh, take a great deal of risk, and a lot of folks don't, then you shouldn't. If my Miami Dolphins are winning 40 to nothing at halftime, then chances are they aren't coming out in the second half and throwing Hail Marys down the field on every play. Now, they're going to play a little bit more defensively, run the ball, protect it, because the goal isn't to score as many points as possible. It's to win the game. If you can call down on the amount of risk and it gets you to where where you want to be, well, why wouldn't you? But you're not going to know how much risk you need to assume until you do the planning. Again, that's the key, having a good, sound financial plan. If you need help, let us know. Okay, don't forget, January 5th, I kick off the annual outlook with my take on the big picture, and then we'll follow up in a couple of weeks with the specific ideas that you can take away, research for yourself, and see if they make sense for you. You always have to do your own research. Have a terrific festive holiday season. I'll see you in the new year. Until then, remember, it's just as important to protect your assets as it is to grow them. I'm Eric Whiteman, and this has been Common Sense Investing. show now it's time for the really good stuff so listen up it's the disclosures the things i talk about during the show well they're just my opinion and are not necessarily those of the xml financial group i typically own and trade the securities i'm discussing both personally and for my clients but not all of them likewise employees of xml and our affiliate broker dealer may be trading and providing advice regarding the securities I mentioned to their clients as well. Don't construe this as personalized advice or a solicitation to buy or sell a security. No, you should consult your own financial advisor to see if it's appropriate for you. It's also not a substitute for tax or legal advice. I suggest you get someone who's qualified in those areas so you can get the advice you deserve. When you're talking about asset allocation, diversification, rebalancing, they don't guarantee better results and they don't eliminate the risk of losses. In investing, there are no guarantees. Just because you use these strategies doesn't mean you'll outperform someone or something who doesn't. I like to make projections and other forward-looking statements, which are just that, opinions and are not actual results and are only valid as of the date of this recording. Things change constantly. XML Financial LLC is an independent registered investment advisor.